0: everybody, we are back for another shocking week of Megasheen, your podcast for all gay and geeky things from a black, gay geek perspective. I'm Victor.
1: And I'm Nick. Woo. And it's been, these weeks, I tell you, they are getting longer and longer.
0: Really? I think they're short. I think like it was just Sunday, last, like two days ago.
1: Oh no the hell it wasn't, not for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no ma'am, no ma'am. Lord. (laughs) What you been up to?
0: Um, Well, the students are graduating, so this is the week of all of the grads. We had cultural grad, which is like different groups, like we had indigenous, uh, multi, um, Lavender, which is the gay students, queer students, and then we just had Latina, Latinx, and Black yesterday, and it was beautiful. It was really nice um, just to be at that, you know, and and to have the students like you know get all their awards, all the things they deserve. It was beautiful, and you know, Black folks being Black folks was was interesting. Mm-hmm. We were serving food yesterday, and you know, if somebody had to critique the food. It was like, what is this? Because we had some creamy, some creamy chicken. What? <laughs> it was like this nice cream sauce on this chicken breast. You know, it was nice with like spinach, kind of a spinach type of cream sauce. Mm. And you know, Amy's okay. like, and Granny's was like, "Wait, if y'all just could have just served fried chicken, we would have been just fine." I'm like, oh.
1: <laughs> I mean, where's a lie? <laughs> I know. I was like,
0: well, because I, I, I was kind of stunned. I was like, oh, okay, mm, okay, and I shouldn't be saying that because the food was free but the but the when I was walking around checking on people like how are you doing she's like the woman the granny was like do you work here I was like I do she's like okay but y'all couldn't y'all have served some fried chicken or something I was like ma'am I'm sorry well we'll keep that in mind for next year
1: right Mm -mm. out of order
0: but I did like the fact that when like for example when we have black grad celebrations they walk out on their own music, so like they'll will call their name, they'll come down, um, and they get to walk out any song they want to walk out on.
1: Oh, that is okay. That is a recipe for disaster. Well,
0: let's just say some people walked out on very different type of songs. I mean, of course, people walked out on Beyonce. Um, somebody walked out on the song "Nigga, We Made It."
1: Um, I mean, of course.
0: <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. And you know, I'm I'm sitting here thinking, you know, old school. So you got, you know, grannies and aunts out here. I'm like, they just coming out here on Why so they come out on back that thing up because of where they were from.
1: Because back that ass up is a negro spiritual.
0: <laughs> and speaking of negro spirituals, it was wonderful, wonderful to see um 'Cause when when we um they said we'll sing the Negro national anthem and so you know lifted your voice and sing, everybody got up. But it was funny to see how like, you know, there were some white folks there. And so they wasn't used to people getting up and you know, like when you get up for the national anthem. They wasn't used to people getting oh, and <laughs> One of our coworkers, um, she was a white woman, she's like, Oh, we get up. I said, Yeah, we get up. We get it, we get up, we get up.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Um uh- I don't get up for the national anthem anymore. Mm-hmm. I sit my happy ass right down.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't get up for the national anthem, but I do stand for Lift Every Voice and Sing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it was really nice. So it was a nice thing. Um, and let's see. I'm just getting ready for the summer because it's going to be June soon, which means it's got a good time to get ready for Comic-Con, so...
1: Oh, that's true. That is very true. It is coming soon. It is coming.
0: So yeah, that's about that's just, that's about going on for me. What's going on for you?
1: Um, let's see. <clears throat> the uh charity work is about winding down. We're about to have our big coronation in the couple of oh shit. Couple of weeks, yeah. Um, I still have get I've uh got a stone, a um a jacket that I might wear. Um, what else? I'm going back through Pose to get ready for the second season and I am boohooing like I've never seen it before, which, I mean, it, I don't understand how people did not watch this the first season and were like, oh my God, I can't believe it's this good. I'm like, well, if you saw who was behind it and I'm not talking about Ryan Murphy, I'm talking about the actual the writers and all of the, the creator, mm-hmm. like it, why wouldn't it be this good? Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I'm let me tell you what I did last night. So instead of going out, I sat my happy black ass at home, mm-hmm. save some money and was watching Classic Concentration and Supermarket Sweep, like they were brand fucking new game shows. (laughs) When I tell you, I was getting my whole entire life trying to find these ugly ass cars uh, in Concentration and yelling that these bitches needed to get some meat and cheese at Supermarket Sweep. Oh my gosh, I was just having the time of my life last night.
0: We'll see. Okay so okay yeah supermarket so used to make me mad because it was obvious that you had to get the meat was expensive you supposed to get all the turkey and ham and then you're supposed to get the right type of cheeses because right the too. so I thought everybody knew this but you saw everybody didn't
1: mhm <laughs> like there was there's always a strategy you start at the meat go around hit the deli then hit the baby products yeah. uh then you go to the healthcare Cause all that expensive ass shit. Yeah. Make sure you get a bonus if you got time. Make sure you around some coffee beans. Uh, do the manager special, mm-hmm. and if you also have time, get uh the what's his name's uh, shopping list. But some of these bitches, I swear, I like. I remember one episode that I saw that they one team maybe had like a couple of hundred dollars worth of groceries. I'm like, bitch, I could spend that at Kroger. <laughs> Like how you have all this time, and you just spent like, I don't know, fifty dollars, getting, you know, a couple of things of oil, and then that's it. That uh, that that show sometimes that show gets on my nerves about how people don't know the inner workings of a supermarket. But I was getting my life last night. Other than that, um, let's see. Have you watched John Wick?
0: I did. Um, I got I got a special invite to go this past Monday. And um, I at went... At Dark Light? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and I went right after work. Um, and it was... I, I really enjoyed it. What I liked about it. So, at the theater they had um so if you've seen this the third movie there's um angelica houston's in it and so they're in her theater so when we went they had people like that like i want to say i'm not sure if they're russian or whatever but they had people um at the door you know just like they were a part of her thing letting you in and i was like oh okay so we That's went cute. in, and it was—it's was really nice. It was really nice, and I enjoyed the movie. It was really good. I've seen all three. Of it. Well, let
1: me, yeah, I've seen all three. I want to see it, if nothing else, for Halle Berry.
0: Um, Were you gonna like it because she shows out? She is a act. Like she could be an action star, and I'm gonna—you know—I'm gonna be one of the few who would defend Catwoman because there was potential there. So I'm gonna. Do, uh, <laughs> I'm going to defend it, defend it. Um, but she really shows up in this movie, and you realize the fact that you know Kano is 54 and she's 52, I believe. It's like okay, so we could see them. Not only can I see them together right now, like just, and I bet that's them quit. Um, but I could see them, and uh, you know, I can see her in a spinoff. I can see them together in a movie. It, it just fits. So when you see it, you'll see what I'm
1: talking about. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, Keanu Reeves was not somebody somebody that I was checking for mm-hmm. a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just so annoying, <laughs> some odd reason. But now that he is aged and he looks like some fine-ass wine, <laughs> I'm ready to pop that cork, honey.
0: I've always had a thing for him since, you know, way back in the day. And when I met him, when he came to Murray State, back in i think 1999 or 2000 i just it was just so odd because this man i you know it's kind of hard you look at this person you like he's in the matrix he's this person you know like it's and then he was so laid back he is truly down to earth like Mm -hmm. what he was about because you know and um murray at one point murray used to be a part of a dry county we had to go to paris yeah. tennessee to get alcohol he was like oh okay well i'll come with y'all i'm like uh okay because <clears throat> they want you know alcohol for their bed i was like well we have to go to paris tennessee to get it and he was like oh well okay well you do go and we were just sitting there like okay canary <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> this man i'm sitting here, like i need to sit in the front seat i can't sit in the back because i can't sit with him because i'm all all
1: I'm gonna be looking, just looking at you, dead ass in your face, like, like how, (laughs) how's this finance man in my car?
0: Probably leaking all types of stuff. Not leaking, (laughs) (laughs) probably because anyway. Then when he was signing our things, I got so nervous I dropped my little tag. I just, it was just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But he, he is all I I obviously believe he's always been a great looking man and. Ooh, he's really good in this movie.
1: Yeah, I have got to see it. Because I I like, I've read that, um, like, during the action sequences, they're not cut. So it's like one big long um, take of the action sequence. So they really fighting.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And I saw the video of uh, Hallie doing the um, weapons training. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, so she's shooting, shooting, too.
0: Yes, yeah, she was. And, she
1: was- did, and to top it off, the, did you see where that, um, that she was on, Hallie was on the red carpet somewhere, and one of the um, the black woman who was trying to interview her was told that she didn't have time,
0: yeah. and then
1: Hallie made it a point to come back and talk to him. Yeah, I was like, okay, so that's just a cherry on the top to say I gotta support this movie.
0: Yeah, I saw that. And, you know, it was interesting because, you know, the, the woman with the black woman was talking about, like, you know, like how this has always been an issue. and We know this. We know it's always been an issue for, um, you know, some of the friends of our show and people that we know have, you know, are on the red carpet trying to interview and then they get passed up because it's like, well, you're not really important, blah, blah, blah. We'll go over to of these other places. But when I watched that video and, and when she was describing how Hallie said, I can't pass my brother and my sister. Uh that was very that that meant a lot to hear that. And then you could see how he, when there was a small clip of Hallie like pointing at them, like I can't you could sell that she said I can't pass them up. Mm-hmm. So it was nice for her to come back. And you know, Hallie looks so good um in that outfit and she looks so good in this movie, and um it, it was just a great moment to see how you know. Her giving, you know, making sure that we were, we had a shot, we had a chance, and exactly. you could tell that the, the black woman who was interviewing her was like that was a big moment in her life, and to have somebody as big, you know, as Halle Berry, you know, to go up there and be like, no, I can pass them because she could have just kept going,
1: but well, she, she could have, yeah,
0: said, no, I'm gonna come on back because you know, this is this is family here. So I hope that when yeah. people see that video, I hope they do think about like, oh, we can't pass up on people like this. And so I think they was making examples of that during Black Panther. They was like, no, we're gonna talk to our people um first. And you know, and also Jordan Peele, you know, when he was like, Um, I'm going to invite all black influencers and, you know, journalists to us first and then everybody else, you know, get right. Out so i hope this is a continuing uh, pattern um that when we have you know prominent black actors or even if you you know not prominent black actors but it is still they are making sure that our people are being heard on the red carpet
1: exactly mm.
0: that was a good clip i i really enjoyed it watch- i watched it like a about a few times just because it was just like i just you know these, the way these days are going is you just need some type of hope.
1: <laughs> exactly. Hell, I got teared up watching it. And I was like, because I know when you are trying to do something and do something, you get told no. Yeah. Or you just keep on hitting that wall. And you're like, well, maybe this ain't for me. Yeah. And then somebody actually gives you that damn chance.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's all they wanted. They just wanted that chance. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I almost teared up too when I, I was like, "Wow," because she was way she was talking about it. She was like, "We, you know, she's just trying to do this thing," right? And, and this you think about it. I think somebody posted a clip of Oprah way back when they was asking talking to her about why you think you deserve a show. You know, it's this like, "Whoa!" I was like, "I, wow," you know. You think about stuff like that. There was telling her like why do you why do you deserve a show what have you done to deserve a show you ain't right and i'm like oh okay
1: oh you remember that um that interview where venus is i think they the interviewer was either talking to serena or venus i think it was probably venus when she was really little Mm -hmm. and how confident venus was in her answers and the interviewer kept on um challenging it and you know Basically, trying to make some kind of doubt mm-hmm. in Venus's uh, mind or something, and then Richard stepped in. It's like, look, this child already told you the tea. So why do you keep on going back? Mm. And Venus was just sitting there, like, I told you so. <laughs> don't don't question me. And that I do not understand for the life of me how two black. Tennis players from Compton mm-hmm. came up not through, you know, the conventional country clubs and the uh, pro, you know, the usual trajectory of tennis stars to become one of the, well, two of the greatest athletes of our generation.
0: Yeah.
1: Or no, I will say, no, bump generation of our time. Yeah. Because they are still playing To this day, where a lot of people are saying that they should have retired by now, Mm -hmm. they're still beating beating these girls that are 20 some odd years younger than them. They're still ranked within the top 50. They're -hmm. still making money. Their names still have sort of recognition and that these girls are saying, oh, I looked up to you when I was little. And now that I'm playing you, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just... I could go on about the Williams sisters, <laughs> but that is a whole different episode. Yeah. But let's get into this Aunt May C that we have.
0: All righty. Well, we had a, a, a few little trailers happen. I think the the um far from home trailer happened when we was off air. Um mm-hmm. so we we learned um all about that, you know, this is after the fact that we we kept thinking this was before. Um endgame, this is after endgame, which was kind of a shock to me, but yeah, it was after endgame. And they mentioned that there is a multiverse. <laughs> Maybe. Now let me rephrase that. Not Spider-Man. Mysterio said that. And,
1: well, Nick Fury confirmed it.
0: Oh, that's true too.
1: Cause he said he's not from our earth. He's hmm. from Earth, just not our Earth.
0: Well, yeah, that's true. Or could that be something? Well, I guess I'm just worried because Mysterio is known for lies. Um, yeah,
1: for Goop and the girls.
0: Yeah, because if y'all, if y'all ever read the comic way back, the Spider-Clone situation it was a lot, something that had to do with Mysterio and all that foolishness about who was really Peter Parker. And so it had Peter Parker kind of shook because he didn't know if he was Peter Parker. So, you know, I think of the fact that got Mysterio in this and he's using these powers and in, in, as I think of this multiverse, it makes me think of, I guess this is how they're going to introduce everyone, but this is also how they're going to probably be doing a lot more space things um where we'll that's where the fantastic four really comes in because you have the negative zone you have all these other places and planets and they even mentioned that there's other worlds um at the end of any game they talked about there's other worlds and things out there so we this is a great way of doing it but what did you think of the far from home
1: trailer i liked it i uh, first off how did how in the hell did i did not know that tom holland had an accent <laughs> I was surprised. That surprised the hell ahead of me. I was like, what? He's not, he's not American? He's, got, he's English? I was like, oh, okay. Um, I don't trust Mysterio. Yeah. I don't trust Miss Girl at all. I think that because he's finding the, what are the elementals?
0: Yeah.
1: I don't think... I think the elementals are the good guys and he's the bad guys and the elementals are telling uh, Peter Parker and Nick Fury, all of them that y'all gotta watch, watch out for Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm interested to see how they start this whole multiverse because this is when it can really get tricky. Yeah. When you have multiple storylines from multiple angles from multiple time periods going on at the same time. I I, I don't have any kind of yay or nay. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm ready for it to happen. And it's gonna happen sooner than I thought. Um, well, I think next month <laughs> that uh, it's set to premiere. Yeah. I, I didn't see Jake Gyllenhaal as a villain. Well, as a, a Marvel character to begin with, but I could be persuaded.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think of when he was a Nightcrawler; he was kind of creepy in that, uh, so I can I can see a little bit of that. Uh, but you know, I I was like somebody asked me, "How did they find him?" I was like, "Think about it; it's Disney. Disney did Prince of Persia, and that was him." <laughs> so I'm like, "Of course," I said. I feel like Disney is 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 semi-lazy because if you think about a lot of people that they will get in these roles played something in some disney format so it's always kind of neat to see like how they get that around but i you know i I, it looked really cute um we'll see what happens with this and i'm very curious about the multiverse because in the comics there has been a multiverse there's been the ultimate x-men and i Mm -hmm. and i wonder if they're going to bring that version because they weren't kind of the younger version kind of um a younger version of the x-men um but it was interesting because their version of gene and dark phoenix was like more of like she saw them as gremlins she saw her powers as gremlins <laughs> moving things like it was interesting but um we'll see how that goes because there is a lot of multiverses out there in the in out in the the Marvel Universe, but I hope they don't make it to a point where it's just so ridiculous. But yeah, because we saw how you know the DCU was trying, DCEU was trying to do a little bit about the different worlds and things when we were watching Batman Superman. Well, I guess when Batman was having that dream um, or the Flash or whatever that was going on, and you know, and so because um, they're supposed to be doing Flashpoint, so if they do that, that's going to be interesting, but. I'm interested to see how the MCU will address these multiple worlds and um is will that be kind of a catalyst for the adventure of Fantastic Four to go to explore all these different worlds? So we'll see how that goes. But I you know, I was I'm intrigued with Spider-Man. We'll see how this we'll see if they make a joke about, you know, the other Spider-Mans that we kinda watch, like Toby Maguire and um Andrew Garfield. <laughs> they they show uh-huh that would be kind of funny. That would be funny.
1: I just, I'm confident that they're going to get it right. Mm -hmm. I just don't want them to collapse under all of the, basically all of the stories that they potentially can have up in the air, you know? Because if one goes, then another might go and it has sort of a rippling effect.
0: Yeah, and it's, and they already mm, you, the, the these I guess the producers are right whoever for Endgame, they already doing all this I think they trying to plant weird seeds out there with this with these theories of
1: like <laughs> 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 they've been doing just shut' doing,
0: like, oh. doing the most lately with that so I'm like why y'all oh well did you know that there are two black widows and we just only focus on one. Or did you know that, well, Captain America has kids? And this happened. I was like, well, that, that would be kind of gross if he has kids, considering that he was dating his wife's niece. So, you know, it's so many different little things. And, well, actually, in Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., they alluded that Peggy had kids. We just don't know by who. But I want them to quit doing that, because that's just like, let's go back and, so and so was really gay, but they didn't come out. Like there's always something new coming. Right?
1: They basically doing uh, a J.K. Rowling.
0: Yeah, you know, a lot of people are saying that's what they're doing. Is kind of that. Oh, well, did you know? I'm like, girl, just sleep it alone. sleep it along. Uh, let this new universe plays out, play out, um, and that's fine. You ain't got to tell us nothing else. I mean, you can do that stuff like in the, you know, in the big DVD. If there's other scenes you cut out, then okay. But let's quit trying to revision history here or do whatever. Right. Like, just stop doing that. Just let it go. Just let it go. We're, we're moving on. You know, and you know, we're going to see what else you got coming up in the next phase. <laughs> right. Um, we got well, vanilla trailer. We, we see the return of all the drag queens favorite mistress Magnificent um that trailer dropped um and this is gonna be a gay ass movie because not only do you have (laughs) Mm -hmm. cheekbones wings outfit for days as maleficent but you also have michelle pfeiffer
1: can i just say i'm so happy to see (laughs) michelle pfeiffer still getting work
0: yes and you got her cheekbones Popping as this queen who may not be a good queen um, in this movie. So you know, it's what, man? It's miss. It's I can never say the word. Magnificent mistress of evil. Did you see that trailer?
1: Oh, bitch! Yes, sir. you know I saw that goddamn <laughs> trailer. <laughs> I said, "Oh, okay, so they are coming from my edges today." When she when uh she dropped down and she had that uh it looked like latex on um a latex skin type uh outfit with the wings. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, okay, she is giving the girls ideas for Halloween on tonight,
0: uh, uh, right?" Because I was sitting, there, I was like, "This is gonna be." This has this is gonna be Drag Queen's dream. This is gonna mm-hmm. be my goal is to show up at every party with some type of wings, that outfit, all types of horns in their head, everything.
1: I I'm excited. Yeah. I've always liked uh I liked Angeline Jolie. Mm-hmm. And I like that the uh, I'll say the white queen. Um <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer's character is going. It looks like she's going to be the bad guy, mm-hmm. but um, you know that Mar- that Disney money. I
0: know.
1: She's say getting the coins,
0: and I didn't. And I wasn't the biggest fan of the first movie, but I enjoyed it. Um, but this is going to be fantastic because it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a um, Michelle Pfeiffer reminds me of that woman in Sleepy Hollow who was like, we thought, we didn't know who was bringing back the Headless Horseman, and it turned out to be that woman. And she gave me a little bit of that vibe. Um, and Michelle Pfeiffer can play a villain, because she played um, a witch, I believe, in Stardust. So, I am, I'm ready for it. I am really
1: mm-hmm. ready. I, I am too.
0: So, I'm glad that this is coming back, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of these um demon outfits <laughs> the edge leader is going to wear <laughs> in these in this movie well, let's see oh we and then i think in, in the final trailer of the week we had batwoman so everybody knew batwoman was coming out um and um in, in CW, and it was going to be fun and exciting and mm-hmm. we see that ruby rose will be playing um that woman and we saw within the trailer that they're not going to shy away from her sexuality and they're not going to shy away from the violence (laughs) but what was interesting is she's considered Bruce's cousin
1: I I don't like okay there was a couple of things that I didn't like about the show or like about the trailer one of them being her hair which it just felt like it was just sitting on top of the the cow. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's different. I'm more interested to see the background of Kate rather than Kate as Batwoman. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I'm going to stick, or stick with it.
0: Yeah. Now, I don't know if you saw the animated... Um... I think it was Bad Blood or something like that when they had that woman and Robin. Yeah. Her. And that was a nice way of introducing her in, in that way because she wasn't really a part of the Batman world and she wasn't a cousin and everything else, but you get to see her with her father and everything else. And they didn't shy away from sexuality in that. Mm-hmm. But I, I wonder why they're going to make her a cousin and there's a part of me that's a little bit bothered with the black sidekick. I always get a little bothered with that now. So I'm like, do we have to have the, a black sidekick who, do we have, Did it, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I get what they're trying to do. It's like, trying to make it more diverse, but I'm like, but you're kind of still using a trope. So I'm just like, okay, I see what you're doing.
1: Um, I mean, but, I'm glad that her her girlfriend, is that it? I think her girlfriend is black. So yeah mm, okay i just like all of those shows all of those greg land what's his name greg berlanti
0: yeah
1: something like that yeah. all of those shows tend to look alike and it becomes more or less the same show different characters different costumes
0: yeah that will hit on different cultural moments at our time you know what i'm saying like it's like how Supergirl, you know, has brought in sexuality, trans characters, what have you, which which is a great thing. We're not complaining, but it's almost like
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: uh, it's almost like okay, you're trying to fit in with the times to keep us relevant or keep us not relevant, but keep us aware, and that's great. But it's also like where else you're gonna go with these shows? Because it's like y'all are doing so much to the point that it's like I don't—they're not connected enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of all over the place. Um, and so, who knows where Batwoman will go. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll am i I'll check it out for at least two or three episodes um, before I decide if I want to stick with it. Because truth be told, I have not stuck with none of those shows. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, that's why I don't have the biggest hope that I will stick to this one.
1: I don't know if I will or not.
0: Yeah. And it's hard to watch Black Lightning because of issues with the, the people who are doing it. So... Girl. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna have to step aside right now until they resolve their issues. But, um, yeah, it's... it's To be honest, it's hard to do a superhero show um, because there's so much that you can do. But I always feel like because if you're on for so long, it begins to unravel. Like, Smallville was was to a point where I was like, okay, y'all, all all right, I'm out. Um, And Arrow, Arrow, oh my God, the fact that it's been on this long is still amazing
1: to me. You Uh, know, I cut out Arrow like after the first few episodes of the first season. I just couldn't do that whole rich entitlement savior complex. I was like, okay, uh, it would be one thing if he was broke as fuck. and like that but he just came from a place that just irritated the shit out of me and i am not in that frame of mind to give a character such as that any kind of time or viewers viewership plus the actor who plays green arrow you know, even though he's down for, down for the cause and whatnot and supports gay rights and all of that jazz, he's said some um, problematic-ass shit yeah. back in the day. And I'm like, can you just not? Can y'all just not for a second? <laughs> it's just annoying <laughs> it's not sometimes.
0: So yeah, so Batwoman is going to be a part of the new you know, the fall CW um, we'll check it out, and we'll talk about it, and all like greatness. And speaking of Batman, we have more Batman news this week. Robert Pattinson. Well, at first it was reported that he is going to be the new Batman, but apparently it's going to be, it's him and the, uh, the boy's name that I just forgot, but he plays the Beast in the current X-Men movies. There Robert
1: were- Pattinson and Nicholas Holt. Holt?
0: Yeah. Yeah. They are um, in the running to play Batman in the new Batman movie by Matt Reeves um, called The Batman.
1: (laughs) Now, I'm going to be first off. I could give less of a fuck about a Batman movie right now. That being said, they said that he's uh, Roberts in Final Talks to be the uh, Batman. Mm -hmm. I want to know, like, was nobody else available for the job? Like, did they scour all of Hollywood and this is who they landed on? I'm like, eh, okay, if they do, but interested in another Batman and I'm definitely not interested in a Batman movie that is going to do be a, yet another Batman origin story. Like I, we get it.
0: Yeah. I think they're going to shy away from that part. But what I, I, I feel like that maybe these are the actors who are willing to do it. Cause I don't think a lot of actors are clamoring to play Batman. You know what I mean? Like I think, I feel like that they look at it like, uh, it, Cause think about it. It's that I don't think they want to do it because of they, they, they kind of see where this the DCEU is heading or where they are. So maybe they feel like that, um get y'all track record up and maybe we'll join it. It's different, like you know, if it's like a Marvel movie, I'm sure people will be like, oh hell i am getting in there because I'm guaranteed a, a few million dollars from this. I mean, Chris Evans was proof of that. Like he didn't want to do it at first, and then he got in and now look at him. Mm-hmm. But that's not guaranteed guarantee for everybody, especially in that particular universe where you get in their films and <laughs> think about it. Look how they treated um, the, the current Superman and Batman. They,
1: <laughs> I mean, Basically, Ben I mean, Affleck
0: left. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny how he did. He was like, um, this was fun, but I'm out. You
1: right, know? girl, I got to go.
0: <laughs> and then, um, you know, Henry Cavill, it's still not clear if he's still Superman or not, you know? And so.
1: Do you remember, there was a story about three years ago that uh, Joe Magniello was supposed to be Deathstroke. And yeah. then he had uh, tweeted out a, a picture of Anna Kendrick, I believe, that she was supposed to be Robin. And mm-hmm. like the next... Batman, uh, the next Ben Affleck Batman movie. Yes. So I'm like, is that still going on? Are those roles still confirmed? Like, it's just what the fuck is going on over there at in the DCU?
0: Because I think if that's the case, that they will be in, they will be in the Batman. Supposedly. I, Maybe. We'll
1: see. (laughs) Like you say, well, like I said, I just my fucks about a Batman movie are extremely low. Now, I would be interested to see somebody—I don't know who—on social media tweeted out uh, Michael Keaton as Batman Mm -hmm. and Robert Pattinson as, I think. The Batman Beyond, I forgot that I'm not a big up on a Batman lore, but that kind that Batman, then I would be interested. But him just being this regular, degular old Batman, I'm like, okay. Haven't we seen this one? And it's reported that Catwoman and the pink one are gonna be his enemies. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so y'all just doing basically Batman Returns
0: basically this is okay this is my problem and this is my problem with the DCU. they're doing what Fox did to X-Men they are kind of pushing the same group and, or the same narrative out there um, and I keep forgetting that they have a whole playground of characters to use and I was and like how they treated Wolverine in the in the Fox movies They are doing Batman the same way. We don't need all these. We have Birds of Prey coming out, a Joker movie coming out, Suicide Squad 2 coming out, and then this Batman movie. And then I'm not sure if they're still doing another Joker movie that has um, Jared Leto, because I know that was talked about as well. And I feel like that, again, your your most successful movies in the DCEU have been, one characters outside of all of that wonder woman aquaman and shazam Uh that have been critically acclaimed and made money let's just put it like that because suicide squad made money but they tore that mess apart and so i'm just saying that maybe y'all can put the batman property down i mean it's been multiple 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 batman movies and multiple people playing batman right um, and so it's just that maybe we just don't need it or maybe y'all can do a special event just for D- the dc direct the way you know like marvel's doing like okay so we're continuing bucky stories and all that on our new streaming service do something like that on there because you also got gotham which is that's ending this year yep um, so you like, have
1: doom, doom patrol on uh the dc app
0: Yeah yeah which is somewhat dark which is not really supposed to be dark um titans which is also making references to there's a lot it's too much batman too much
1: right i mean
0: and i feel like again for y'all to have so many characters you can play on um I think of the spin you've done with Superman. You've had Superman, you've got Supergirl. Supergirl has had a movie back in the 80s. Um, she's had um two, she's been in, she was a small in Smallville and this. It's it's fascinating. Cause I would I almost thought that because Wonder Woman was such a success, y'all can do something on her when she was young or Something with the current, you know, the mascara What's happening there now? You know, something like that. Or you could do something right. with Donald Troy. Like, there's Wonder Girl. She could have a life. You know, you can have her and Cassie, the other Wonder Girl. Hell, Nubia, for God's sake. You have characters who have other things going on in their worlds that y'all can play on, too. And you're not. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, who knows? I don't know. But... <sighs> if if it is jumping back to robert patterson if it is him i can almost see it um but i i kind of wish they would just put that property down for a little bit
1: like i said i'm not clamoring for another batman movie and i'm not going off the strength of his name or his uh body of work um they gonna have to give me something else or give me like a awesome ass trailer Cause I know they're not even finished with the script. Um, I think uh, Matt. I read something on Variety that Matt uh, Reeves is still doing first script edits, yeah, or finishing first script, and then they're supposed to. uh, They haven't even got a, a release date. They said as late as 2020, and I'm like, is it necessary? With, like, we, like you said, with all of the properties that DC has associated with Batman, why don't we get a, a racial Ghoul origin story or a Clayface uh, origin story or um, something else instead of the whole the tired ass stories? Yeah. And they got them. You, we know they got them. They know that they got them. Yeah. It just feels like they're just being lazy.
0: Yeah, that's very true. And we were going to talk about Batman, but we can basically keep talking about Batman because it comes down to—I mean, like—I think we all have one movie that we did like, but I think after a while, you have to think about like, what else can you, what else can you do? I mean, Batman does have a lot of stories. He does. But what else can you really give us that will actually wow us? And I think that's the question they need to ask themselves. Like, what else can we do with this character that will actually have people more interested in it? Because I've never, I've never thought Batman was interesting. I thought his villains were more interesting than he was. And so, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're, what they're really thinking. But we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that
1: as we move along. Yeah, we're going to put a pin in that.
0: Let's see. But it's some good news, um, in the real world, (laughs) the Equality (laughs) Act passed in the House, um, which was kind of nice to hear. They have to go through Senate, which will probably, who knows what happens in the
1: Senate. Well, it'll probably fail because Republicans are pieces of shit. (laughs) And all of them, not just some of them, all of them are pieces of shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, so the e- Equality Act, if you don't know, is an extension of the Federal Civil Rights Act that gives protection to uh, to race sex uh disability uh creed in the workplace uh, so you can't get fired um, for being a not a white person. Uh, it also gives protection. So you don't get, um, what was it, vacant? So you can't uh, get, put out your house, um, stuff like that. So they're trying to put, get LGBTQ added to that, which it was going to pass in the House regardless because the Democrats has the House. Now that the Senate has to confirm it, I'm like, "Eh." you know it's not because... Republicans are always citing, oh, religious freedom, yada, 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 this, that, and the third. Meanwhile, I can get uh, removed from my house because I'm gay. I can get let go from my job because I'm gay. Yeah. And there's only maybe, what, 11 states that has LGBTQ protections. Yeah, I know California is obviously one of them. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, it's some good news. Yeah. I just, with what we have to work with in our government, I highly doubt that this is going to work. Or even pass.
0: It's it's interesting that you mentioned uh, how they'll talk about um, this may be, because I know they already used the argument of, well, this may discriminate against Christians, and which it doesn't, but the Christians need to ask themselves, like, why do their laws course discrimination like why is it what they're they're what they talk about is basically discrimination with it mm-hmm. so it's going to be interesting to see how the house goes i mean the senate goes about it we could be surprised we could be shocked because we did have some some republicans who did join in the house to say yep let's go ahead and pass it we need to do it um and and it's interesting to think about like now slowly like, slowly very slowly we're seeing some Republicans saying, um, maybe we need to do this because I, because there are conservative gays. Um, and, but there's also the writing is on the wall and something that I really believe that's about to happen is we're going to see, um, we're going to see real life fits pop up. Um, mm-hmm. y'all have watched Scandal. Fitz was, was the character in Scandal. He was Republican actually. But he was doing things on both ends like he was very, he was the bipartisan type of Republican who was doing things on both sides uh, and I feel like there's there's a there's a beginning rise to that to where they realize like if we're going to exist <laughs> in the future, we're gonna to probably have to let go of what we've been doing for so long um and I feel like this Equality Act may be the beginning of some of them making that move. I know that one particular um, Republican has come on out yesterday and said, impeach Trump. <laughs> so I do feel like this is the beginning of where we'll see a few of them step up. And, you know, to quickly talk about that, I was really surprised to see a sitting Republican say, impeach him. That, that shocked me a little bit because what, uh, another thing that shocked me is when he said, um, half, he said less than half these folks have read the, the Mueller report. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, that tells you a lot. He was like, after I read it, I realized I got to let this man go. And I kind of think it's smart for him to do that because I feel like the, this man, I think that particular one is young enough to be like, I can do this stuff right now and begin my platform to be president one day. Which I always thought that if you were a smart politician, you would, if if you were a Republican and smart, you would come out against Trump just to begin your own quest to be like he was that long because think about it, you remember when Obama was running and um they always brought up the war and he was like, I didn't vote for the war. And that was like the beginning of like how you he could justify many things. It's like, well, I didn't vote for the war, but she did right i feel like if a person is smart in politics they'll be like well i i I wanted him out i didn't want him here i wanted him to go um and that can begin their legacy of he was the long shark (laughs) who said this because at one point we thought that would be lindsey graham and we realized that he's out here subbing for trump so
1: his gay um, ass
0: he's a disgrace and so I still love that, <laughs> that
1: Hillary couldn't call him a disgrace. <laughs> he said, that's she, a- was, she was furious. She wanted to she wanted to say something else to that.
0: When <laughs> well, she said, that's a disgrace. I'm like, come on, Hillary. Talk about him. Talk about it. Let's talk about it more. Like She should have called him a son of a bitch. If she would have did that, I would have laughed.
1: No, because then they would have been, oh, that's not ladylike. No wonder she lost. You know, this and that. You know how they are against mm-hmm. Hillary. Now, the um, if you don't know who the Republican congressman that we were talking about that supported the impeachment process, uh, he was uh, Justin Amash. I think he's from, uh, he's a mag- magician, Michigan, Michigan lawmaker, uh, called out Trump, the uh, Attorney General William Barr, who looks like a cross between John Goodman and that baby dinosaur from Dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, who else? And he called out Pelosi. He's saying, like, girl, this is... Like, all of the shit that Trump has done would already... If it was a Democrat, let alone if it was Obama, impeachment proceedings would be in process right now.
0: It is probably at this point. But
1: Basically. They would have threw him... And Michelle and the kids right on out that White House and said, "Don't come back, you little fucking niggas."
0: They, they would too. They call them all types of it and everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Call them monkeys and gorillas and all that type of bullshit.
0: You see that woman got fired? And she knows She's like going in court before I, the one that called her called Michelle a monkey. Oh a monkey. yeah,
1: I did see that. She's facing like up to thirty years in prison. <laughs> I said, see, that's what you do. That's what happens when you do or you fat bitch.
0: <laughs> but yeah, um, it's going to be really interesting to see how all that plays out. Um, and also, I am wondering if we're going to see the return of our rights back in the middle of, of the fight for t- in 2020. Um, because slowly, and y'all need to be paying attention because they've been chipping away playing with LGBT rights. So just keep that in mind because the minute that because you see how that this abortion stuff is going, this is kind of a test, I believe. Like if they could kind of play with that, they go start playing with our stuff, talking about marriage again. And let me say this: if we get back into that fight again, let's not use all our resources on marriage. Right. To we'll see with this equality act that will protect everybody. But do understand that for many people marriage is a luxury if you're trying to pay your rent if you're trying to have a job if you're just trying to be yourself you can't think about it you can't talk about oh i'm getting married in two weeks and the minute you say that in some places your boss will be like okay well are you fired because <laughs> mm-hmm. are you not getting the time off and if you are if you're trying to have kids they may be like oh you're not a real parent so you're not gonna get this um maternity leave paternity leave and all that stuff no So keep all that stuff in mind that there's other things we got to fight for. And I feel like a lot is about to come into play because we see how they're doing trans people in the military. You already see what they're doing with people who have kids outside of the U.S. and what they're trying to do with that situation. It's it's important that we have an Equality Act, but it's also important that we pay attention to what they're doing with our rights because... Mm -hmm they already trying to bring yeah they already trying to talk about more of these um religious freedom laws and everything else because you know if they get another term Pence is going to really start showing his true evil colors um so just keep all that stuff in mind mhm uh-huh. just keep all that in mind lord they want we told that was been a positive moment but that just it still makes you think about the mess that we still have to deal with as queer people because we ain't truly free, especially those of us of color. So I'm just saying, just be ready and be ready to really get out there and fight.
1: Woo! with that said, let's go ahead and clear up these teacups and head on over to King's Eyes issues. So what are we talking about today?
0: Well, we kind of already begun. So we're going to get into a little bit of the Batman movies. And just talk about like our favorites, if we have a favorite, um, some of the characters we liked, and what we we kind of already told you what we kind of want to see from the future thing ever. But just kind of get in a little bit more into that. Um, so it's funny because <laughs> Nick is not as as y'all already know. Nick is not the biggest fan of the Bat movies. Um, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I only reason why I was. I was a fan in the beginning. and Because when I was young enough, when the first Batman movie came out, it was a big summer thing. And I remember going to see it um, with friends. And it was such a big deal. But it was so dark to me because you had a Joker. I mean, it was Jack Nicholson, for God's sake. So you had... It was so dark. But at the same time, we had Prince doing the the soundtrack, and that soundtrack is Uh amazing. If y'all haven't heard Prince's um, Batman soundtrack, it's a very sensual, fun, dark, um, you know, uh, uh, soundtrack. So, you know, you should check it out. But that movie was just so much. And it was also interesting because, you know, Michael Keaton was cast as Batman, and nobody was ready for that at all. I I remember watching, like... TV and people like oh my god or on MTV like who how is he how does this guy become that Mr. Mom become Batman bad?
1: but it worked that was like a lot of back in the 80s like because what was it Bruce Willis was doing what, um, what TV show that he was he on oh, uh, before he got yeah he was doing that before Die Hard and nobody saw him as like an action hero and now Bruce Willis is an action hero yeah. Um I remember seeing uh Batman in the theaters and I was what it came out in 89 I believe. Yeah, I believe it was where it. And I was 3 years old. And so I was like okay, so I don't know what the hells going on, but I I liked its it kind of it felt to me at the time very comic booky mm-hmm. but Updated into a uh, more real timeline. Yeah. Uh, you had, like you said, you had Michael Keaton. You had Jack Nicholson. You had Prince doing the soundtrack. You had, um, oh my God, what is her name? Vicky Vale. Um, oh my God, what is her name? Basinger. Yes, you had her as Vicki Vale. It, it was just... A really good cast and you had billy d williams as uh commissioner gordon yeah so i i like the first the first two batmans then we kind of got sidetracked but we'll, we'll we'll get to that point
0: <laughs> yeah um it was interesting because um the first one was, it was, I kind of liked it because Vicky Vale was a character I wasn't really familiar with. I know she's in the comics. She was in the early run of the comics. Um, and Jack Nicholson as the Joker was really neat because I I didn't understand, because I also grew up with Joker being kind of the cartoonish, funny person, but didn't really realize how deadly he could be. Mm-hmm. And so um, seeing what he was really up to, really up um, to do in that role was fascinating Um, and to see how he really carried it. He carried a lot of that and it was really, really strong. So I will always remember that movie because it was such a big deal and the merchandising and everything was so huge. Um, That summer I traveled to Augusta, Georgia to stay with my uncle. And then I, I traveled to New York to stay with my aunt and just seeing how at the time, I think at the same time, it was Ghostbusters 2 that was out and Lethal Weapon 2 that was out. Um, it was so many things happening that summer and Batman was just so prominent and all that stuff. And so it was just really exciting. And I, it will always have a special place just because it, I was young enough to appreciate it, um, to, have, to have that part in my weird teen life. But it's also interesting to look back at who was considered, who was... Um, at the top list to play Batman. So I have a list. This is who they had on the docket. Harrison Ford. Okay, I can see it. Kevin Costner. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Hanks. All right. (laughs) Dennis Quaid, which I... Dennis Mm. Quaid. No, I... I... (laughs) I mean, Dennis Quaid is fine as hell to this day still. But I can't... I couldn't see that. Right. Uh, Tom Selleck. Okay. Charlie Sheen. All right. And William Defoe.
1: Oh, right. Oh, get out. <laughs> the only one that makes... Perfect sense to me, it's Tom Selleck.
0: Yeah. You know what's interesting is what's his name, was it? The guy who was in he ended up playing James Bond, but he was also at um he was in um Remington Steel. I'm surprised he wasn't
1: really mentioned. Uh Pierce Brosnan?
0: Yeah, because he was
1: in that age range to do it. I could not see Pierce Brosnan donning a cape and becoming Bruce Wayne.
0: Not not even a little bit. I can see yeah. a little bit.
1: No. I could see him his he was good as a James Bond. Yeah. Um and wasn't Tom Selleck in Fatal Beauty? Was that John? Oh, no, that
0: was um that was Tom, that was the other Tom. Wait, is his name Tom? I know you're talking about but he's the one that we all lust after. He was in um I know he was in um, Stars Born. He was in the recent Stars Born. He was in Mask. Oh, I can't think of his name, but I know you're talking about, but that wasn't him. Tom Selleck is Magnum P.I. Okay. Okay. But the interesting thing is, um, at the end of the
1: day... That was Sam Elliott. That was in favor. Yeah,
0: Sam Elliott, yeah. At the end of the day, Burton chose Michael Keaton. Um, and speaking of, you know, how we, we laugh at the fans now, like, you know, we hear about the fans writing, um, petition to like have, you know, this last season of Game of Thrones rewritten everything else or release the Schneider cut of Batman and Superman, all that crap. Well, there were, so when, um, Michael was cast, there was 50,000 letters written to, um, Warner Brothers they asked for the head of basically tim burton they wanted him i want him to be fired they also didn't think that they were going to boycott the movie and they were going to riot they were actually going to go and riot
1: (laughs) of course
0: so that's what so that so we this ain't started from from nowhere this has always been things that Sadly, geeky fans have done. not. That, that's, that's kind of weird. Geeky fans are kind of the worst fans because they're mm-hmm. ready to protest and write letters. They're good for writing somebody a letter. but
1: A strongly worded letter.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that was the interesting thing about that. So I've always liked the first Batman, and as you mentioned, the second one, we got Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman.
1: Yeah, let's talk about the second one because the second one, what it premiered it was released in nineteen ninety two, I believe, um, and it had uh, it had Michael Keaton reprising the role as uh, Batman. It had Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. It had Danny DeVito as the Penguin. It had um, oh God, what is his name? What is his name? Um, Christopher Walken. Yes. Uh, and his I forgot to, what was his name. Uh his he'll, character's name yeah, he'll come to us, but I thought that was a really good cast, mm-hmm. and I think that uh either Batman Returns can be a horror movie or well, a Halloween movie, and it could double as a Christmas movie mm-hmm. to me um and you had Tim Burton and uh Danny Elfman did that on that soundtrack i think batman returns movie soundtrack is one of my favorite soundtracks of all time especially when uh you see uh selena transform yeah that whole piece right there that whole music oh it is just so good to me
0: and that that scene alone probably gave birth to many drag queens and gays all over the world (laughs) <laughs> you think about it that is i i was thinking about this many years ago but you know as we was coming out or dealing with our sexuality it is that rebirth of when you accept who you are to a degree or when you have this this death this interesting psychological death of your past it is an awakening of like this is who i am this is who i'm supposed to be this is everything that i am and i remember like you, I was when I saw that scene. I was like, I I just felt empowered, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like woo, just to break free of all that old mess because she was destroying her dollhouse,
1: <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> her foo foo type of stuff that she had that you look at like and and say like that's a Kathy comic, um, and she became something else, more powerful, more you know aware of herself and i feel like that you know a lot of us as gay people were able to look at that and be like yeah that was like that was an awakening for me to be like yes i'm coming I'm, I'm changing things i'm coming out i'm doing what i need to do so i love that scene i love when you know it's that little sign that went from hello there to hell here and Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yes, come on through, Catwoman!" And and how weird that wig! It was a moment in the movie when I think near the end when she was fighting Max. That's his name. Yes, Max.
1: that's his name, Max.
0: And she pulled that cow off, and the way that hair and that makeup look, I'm like, "That's a look!" That, that
1: whole
0: I, that black eye makeup. I have
1: girl. a shirt just like that. <laughs> like it has her being uh, booked. Mm -hmm. she's getting her uh her picture uh at at the jail and it has her half hair in the uh the mask and half out but yeah that was that was a scene right there
0: that was a scene and so i i really enjoyed that movie mostly because of her she made that movie um Mm -hmm. and it made it really fun and and i like that twist they did on her in the nine lives because Catwoman, and you know, in the cartoons and comics, was just like, oh, she just purrs and talks and has her henchmen do things. This one had it where she was doing the fights, um, and and that whip and that outfit. Um, I remember when the the toy, the action figure came out, they had to redo the action figure because it was considered too risque.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So if you have the original one, that's money because it was the it was very interesting how they felt like, oh, this is kind of bondage-looking, which it is.
1: I it won <laughs> Batman is kind of bondage-looking, if we yeah, keep, sure. keep it in a book. Yeah. So it was
0: really nice to see that. And I, I think one of the things I, I, I will appreciate about her is the scene where she has the bird, she puts the bird in her mouth, and then she let it go. That's a real
1: bird. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah.
0: A real bird in her mouth. They had, they had a puppet set up for that. And she said, "Nope, I want to look as authentic as possible. So come on, Michelle Pfeiffer, play these roles.
1: Speaking of toys, I still have my original, um, going back to the the first Batman, I still have the original toy. Like it came, like the Batmobile was on some kind of mechanical, uh, like a swing or something that it would turn around. Um, It would just fly in this circle. I still have that somewhere in this house, mm-hmm. um, still in the original box. Yeah. Even though the box is a little fucked up, <laughs> um, but yeah, and I still have my old Batmobile, um, Hot Wheels. Now those are a little fucked up because I just, you know, some sometimes the toys you just play the hell out of them, but um. Batman Returns has always been my favorite Batman movie. Yeah. Because it was just, it was just cool. And the storylines, the music, the acting, the whims- whimsical, macabre tone of it all. Yeah. It was just, it was, it's one of my favorite actual comic book movies, I'll say. Yeah,
0: it was, yeah, it set a tone, and I remember it was, it was a nice movie to come, I think I was graduating from high school, as I remember like, wow, okay, I'm ready to go with this this entire movie. Now, the ones after that, in that particular, because that was the first volume run. After that, we had, you know, George Clooney, Val Kilmer, Everybody else played these roles. And then we had... It just got kind of kooky after that because it really wasn't Tim Burton anymore. It was, like, other folks doing it. I think the guy who did Showgirls did one of them. All right. <laughs> so I just felt like, okay. Um, those movies, they had their moments. You know, we had, you know, um, The Ice... Whoever he was. Arnold Schwarzenegger,
1: uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as uh, Mr. Freeze.
0: Yeah, Mr. Freeze. We had... Um, the Riddler, we had Two Face, and then we had Poison Ivy, which also probably did a lot of awakening for gays. Um and it got kind of kooky because it just didn't make any sense anymore. It just it was like, okay, um you had bat nipples, we had bat girl, that whole origin was ridiculous. So it was just it you just felt that that that, that first run should have ended at two. And we would have been good. Just ended it, too. And go from there. We didn't need all the rest of the ones that came out. Because if you look back, it was just, like, just look at the picture of Batman and then Robin and then Batgirl, who was Alicia Silverstone, which probably got that role because she was just popular at the moment. Um, yeah, well,
1: that's true. Clueless was, what, it came out in 95? Yeah. Something like that. hmm So, yeah, she, she was popping.
0: And that's how it worked for her. And then we had Vivica A. Fox. She was in, she was one of the, I think she was one of the henchmen for Mr. Freeze. She was hot or something, I don't know. And then Drew Barrymore was cold. It was something like that. I can't remember how it was done. It was just like, okay, whatever. But we'll jump away from that. And we'll get into Christopher Nolan's Batman. So we had a new spin to Batman, through Christopher Nolan.
1: Yeah, it was very um, darker. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I saw I saw one of them and I haven't seen the other one. (laughs) I think I saw the one with Heath Ledger and I don't remember it. Yes. Because I saw it like in college and I was halfway paying attention in my dorm room because I was so pissed off in my roommate because we had an argument about something. I think his girlfriend. Yeah. But what I remember, I liked.
0: Yeah. And it was, I believe that's was the best one of Nolan's run. It was strong um, because we had the introduction of Joker. Heath Ledger played the Joker. Sadly, that, that you know, that kind of, I, I believe, I think it did kind of lead to his death because he, that role was very heavy. Um, but also it was just, you understood what was at stake. It was a long movie, but it was, you understood Batman and Gotham and the darkness that was a part of it and what he was doing and why. And it was very interesting to see the Joker as, like you saw the Joker as somebody you really need to fear. Uh-huh. Cause he had no rhyme or reason why he did what he was doing. When he was like, that, that trick he did with the pencil, was like, okay, we did it with a maniac. And then when he's burning all that money with the men in the money, you know, I was like, he was going to blow up the hospital. And that, that, cre- that creepy walk he did um, in the nurse outfit when the thing was blowing up, it was just like, he is just not... It was just everything that we needed in these movies. And I think that it was one of the best Batman movies and it put it on the map. I also think because of Christopher Nolan's Batman, I think they kind of got people thinking, we could do Batman forever and ever and ever and ever. And I was like, no. Uh This is where you could do Batman every 10 years. Like, every 10 years you come back. Right. But it has to be good. And it has to be taking us to the next level. I wasn't a fan of Anne Hathaway playing Catwoman. I appreciated her playing Catwoman. She wasn't bad as Catwoman, but I was kind of like, eh.
1: After you see Michelle Pfeiffer doing Catwoman, yeah. oh hell, after you see Julie Newmar and, um, oh my God, uh, what's her name?
0: Eartha Kitt.
1: Eartha Kid, yeah. After you see those women play Catwoman, I'm like, Anne Hathaway, please sit down and go take uh, Miranda Priestley her Starbucks like you're supposed to. <laughs> so, yeah. I just I just didn't get it.
0: Yeah. And so I, I wasn't... Like, it wasn't a bad movie. It was like Nolan. Nolan likes to put a lot of things in his movie. Uh, mm-hmm. So he did in that one where it was like, okay, you're doing a lot. We had Bane. We had... Um, Russell, we had Taya, we had the daughter, we had the moment he, you know, Batman gets his back broken and he has to go and get healed. And then we had somewhat of introduction of Robin. And then we had the, you know, Gotham and, and, shambles. And it was just a lot, a lot in the movie. So I would say my favorite was the, was the second one with Heath Ledger as the Joker. Um, also, another interesting thing about the toy. So when they released um, the, the action figures for that particular movie, there was one version of the Joker that they had to recall because they, they had the cuts in the mouth and mm-hmm. they had, they had to redo his mouth because you know he you can see where he has cut himself like a, a smile on his face. Um, and quick story. So once we learned that, my partner, my ex-partner and I, at our local grocery store, they had eight of those of those figures just there. So we bought all of those and sold them on eBay and made <laughs> six hundred something dollars. Well, so a toy that cost seven thirty-one or something like that, seven dollars basically, thirty-one was like tax whatever. Um, we made that much money. And I think we used that money to go to Hawaii. We did something like that. So yeah, we had a lot of... We made a lot of money from that toy. Uh, but yeah, you know, that 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 the second run of Batman was wonderful. But now we get into the DCEU. And that's where we got Ben Affleck as Batman.
1: Which, honestly, it wasn't that bad of a Batman. True. I just... I wanted some more meat to it. Yeah, it just seems like it was Ben Affleck. It felt like Ben Affleck was acting on a first draft of a script, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm-hmm. "I wanted. I just wanted a little bit more."
0: Yeah, I did. I we didn't need that solo flex workout scene. Um,
1: I didn't mind it though. <laughs>
0: I mean, Ben Affleck is not a, he's a handsome man. He's a handsome man. Um, I just felt like they didn't know what to really do with him. Because uh, if you think about Batman Superman, one of the scenes that kind of took me out of it was when they were looking for that that ship. And they were looking for that boat. And I'm like, but the boat was in Gotham. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. You, right. You're supposed to be the world's greatest detective. And this any one of us could have Googled this boat. Like We could have, like it, I don't know if it was called Sea Hag, whatever it was. We could have just Googled Sea Hag. Oh, this boat is 12 miles at the at the pier. I'm like, okay, okay. I was like, you didn't know that. I was like, all right. I think and, we did the
1: same thing when we reviewed it, our first yeah. episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then that part where he was mad at Superman for destroying the city, but then in uh, one part of the movie, he's driving around knocking down buildings and blowing up stuff and i'm like uh did you just get on the clark about and then what are you doing <laughs> i'm like "What?" Right. Are you doing? um and then i think he got a little bit better in justice league but at that point i think a lot of people just tuned all that out to where they didn't take it as seriously as like as it could be so i i just felt like okay so We just need to, that's where I got to a point where I was like, we need to put Batman down for a while. Quit trying to make it happen. Just let it go. Um, But now, as we said earlier, there's a lot more of these properties coming out. And I just feel like they haven't really learned their lesson. I mean, who are we? We're not getting paid the money to make this stuff. But at the same time, wouldn't you think that, okay, we've kind of run this property to the ground. Is there more we can do?
1: You would think that, but you know that would make too much sense. Yeah. I'm just like we've been saying off and on. There's so much more in Gotham than just Batman. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is, and we know that the studio execs and all of that—they want to make money. We get that, yeah. but take a chance on something else.
0: Well, that's what they, but well, will they do that? And I feel like that's what, that's the problem is like, if you think about it, the, the, I, and I hate to keep it comparing it to the MCU, but that's all we have at this point. They took a risk on Guardians of the Galaxy. They took a risk on that. Cause we could have been like, um, y'all could have kept that. Um, they even took a risk of the Inhumans.
1: Well,
0: (laughs) I mean, they did not not work out, but they took that risk. I wish the DCU would do that, too. Like, let's just look at other characters. I mean, Shazam worked. And we, you know, a lot of us did not believe that was going to work, but it it did. It did work. Mm -hmm. I'm still kind of shocked about Aquaman because I just never looked at that character as somebody that I wanted to see. Or Bone oh
1: that's
0: true but now we're all like okay because you know but i also feel like they get down this path where they wanted to release other films based on that universe i'm like uh, just stick to him and his adventures we don't need the reef and we don't need to know about arm and we don't know need to know about nicole kitman on that island we just need to just keep it real and just stay on with him. So I think that's kind of the problem. They, they see a money cow or cash cow and they just keep doing it and not thinking about the fact that they're just kind of running that property down to the ground. So yeah, just let Batman, let him rest for 10 years and then maybe come back. Um, Because if we keep hearing more mess about the Batman, that movie, it's not going to fare well. It's going to be like another Dark Phoenix. Well, the jury's still out on that. We don't know how that's going to be. <laughs> but, well, it, but it does it is like it's going to fare well either. So we'll see how this all comes down the, the pipe.
1: We will. Yes, we will.
0: <laughs> well, I guess that's it. We kind of went through these movies, talked about our favorites, what we don't want, what we like to see in the future with it all. And, who knows? But yep. That's it for Batman.
1: Yeah, and that's it for this episode. So as always, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. Ooh, forgot one. Um, at MegaShine Pod. Uh you can find us also on Twitter at Megachene Pod, Facebook, MegaShene Pod, Instagram, Pod. um, Let's see. If you want to follow our personal Twitter accounts, I'm at porter Pizzazz, Victor's at Wonderman5. Uh, let's see. Anything else we got to announce or tell the, uh, the audience before we get about it here?
0: Well, just, you know, thank y'all for following us on um, Twitter. Um, y'all have been really, really, really um, fun and responsive. So we will really greatly appreciate that. There is always more to come. And as the con season is coming, you will be seeing and hearing more from us. So just be ready.
1: All right. And with that said, y'all, we will see y'all next time.